Out of the darkness, a sleek car came up the hill and approached a pub in the popular seaside town of Bentlech. Located on the eastern coast of Anglesey, Bentlech's name was derived from the Welsh word Pentlech, which meant capstone or head of the rock. The beach itself was supposedly haunted by the steed of Bruin, a vast black sea-going waterhorse. It was said to be over 30 feet in height, with a great 12-foot arched neck and oar-like legs. Once trapped on his back, riders would become horribly entangled in his enormous mane, then be carried out to sea, where they would eventually drown and be taken on to the other world. Zoe looked over from the heated passenger seat to the dark, handsome, middle-aged man driving the car. She had planned to spend the evening with him at the Fox and Grapes pub. They would drink wine and talk about travel or politics. He would tell her more about his time in the Middle East, which she found fascinating. She didn't care that he was older than her. The boys at the sixth form college she had recently attended were total morons. Immature, pathetic, parochial. They were classic examples of Gen Z males who had watched too much online porn and thus expected all women to be large-breasted and submissive. She had lost her virginity to Tom Fowles when she was 16 at a house party. It had been three minutes of fumbling and disconnected disappointment. She knew she needed to be with an older, more experienced man. As they drove past the turning to the car park, Zoe frowned at him. I thought we were going for a drink. With a reassuring smile, he reached over and patted her hand. The cufflink in his expensive-looking cobalt blue shirt glinted for a split second. You know what? I thought we could walk along the beach. He gestured to the clear night sky and the smoky moon. Look at that sky, Zoe. It reminds me of when I used to walk on the Cornish beach in Abu Dhabi when I worked there. I will take you there one day. Zoe felt a little jolt of excitement as she squeezed his hand. He had big, powerful hands, but smooth. Not the hands of a manual working man. Even though he was good-looking, it was actually his mind and life experience that really attracted her to him. Exotic, colourful and intriguing. A walk on the beach sounds good to me, she replied, trying to sound casual. She certainly had no burning desire to sit in a pub under the scrutiny of locals. She knew what they would be thinking. What was a girl of her age doing with a man old enough to be her father? She was just glad to be out of the home she shared with her mum, Bethan, and her mum's creepy partner, Alan. Zoe's father had run off with his best friend's wife when Zoe was about four and resettled in Devon. She reluctantly saw him once a year, at Christmas. He would give her some kind of gift voucher, an awkward hug, and then disappear again for twelve months. It had hurt and angered her when she was younger. Now she just wished she didn't have to go through the motions. An uncomfortable charade of being remotely interested in seeing her father. Pulling out a melon-flavoured vape, Zoe took a long drag, buzzed down the window and blew the vapour outside. She watched as the wind grabbed the white mist and flung it away with a dramatic twist, like a vanishing ghost. She then caught the scent of the sea through the melon, thick and salty. It reminded her of childhood days eating ice creams when her parents were still together. 
It felt painful to remember the innocent joy before her father had abandoned them. When he eventually died, she promised herself that she wouldn't even attend his funeral. She glanced around the interior of the car. It was immaculate. It smelled of pine and lemon. That was another advantage of seeing an older man. Teenage boys' personal hygiene and tidiness were appalling. Spotting a packet of menthol chewing gum, she picked it up and waved it. Mind if I... Help yourself, he said, with a winning smile, as they pulled into the empty car park on the seafront. She popped the chewing gum into her mouth and squeezed it with her back teeth, enjoying the crack of its hard shell and then its soft, chewy centre. If she was going to kiss him, she wanted her breath to be minty. I like your car, she remarked, and then immediately wondered if the comment had made her sound young, even infantile. Actually, it's my sister's, he replied, as they parked facing the beach. He turned off the ignition with a wry smile. Mine's tidy, but not this tidy. Showroom tidy, Zoe quipped, content that she had said something pithy. Exactly, he laughed. Showroom tidy. I like that. Glancing up at the enormous dark sky, Zoe had a warm glow inside. She saw the soft edges of the vanilla moon had now hardened. It's beautiful here, she muttered under her breath, as if talking to herself. Yes, it really is, he said, gazing up. Why do you think I brought you here? For a second, their eyes met. His soft brown eyes rested on her casually, enveloping her with a twinkle of attraction. Her pulse quickened with excitement. She wondered what he saw in her. Someone so young and inexperienced in life. She put the thought out of her mind. She didn't care. 